0: Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all natural benefits. Tennessee's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T A N A S I.com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm reviewing 11 ways to live in the moment. It's impossible to enjoy life at the highest level without being aware of the present moment. Life can only be lived in the present. And often our minds are preoccupied with multiple things, none of which are occurring right now. And this can be a real problem if you have an anxious mind, because you are not living in the present moment when you are worrying about the future. Our minds are very active and constantly attempting to break free to occupy themselves with the past, the future, and or pure fantasy. While it's good to prepare for the future, we call that planning, right? And learn from the past. Focusing primarily on the present has many benefits, many ways of being able to make your life more awesome. So I'm going to go through the 11 ways that you can think about to bring into your own life so that you can live in the moment and be present with the life you have right here, right now. And the first one, of course, I have to have as avoiding the anxious worrying. And how do we do that? We do that by bringing ourselves back to the present. Being with what is right in front of us. Because worrying can only happen when you look to the future. So we work on keeping the thoughts on the environment we are in, on your current activity. You can't worry if you leave the future alone. You aren't worrying about what's happening right now, you are doing it, you are in it. And that's why, when there's something major that happens in our lives, many people have reported to me, and this happened in my own life, that the anxiety is like it, it's like it evaporated because we had to be in the present moment. We were forced with that chaos or that immediate trauma, whatever it was that was happening, we had to be. Forced into the present moment, we were not anxious. We were dealing with what was. And that's a very different feeling than worrying about the future or having the what if thoughts. The second way is for you to avoid regret. Again, these are places you want to stay away from. The first one, you want to stay away from your worry by bringing yourself into the present moment. And the same with regret. We stay away from regret by bringing ourselves back into the present moment. Regret arrives when we are thinking about the past, ruminating about things that have gone by already. Water under the bridge, it is gone. The past is over and no longer exists. So there's nothing that we can actually do about it. We can learn. Learning from it is awesome. And that's what we should do. But trying to change it or manipulate it or live our life around it, that is when we get into regret. So what you are doing is you are bringing your past mistakes to life, by thinking about them. Let them go. Let them be that water under the bridge. The next way is to turn off electronic devices. Yay! You knew I was going to say this. Our cell phones, our computers, our tablets, and so forth, gaming systems, they distract us from the present moment. They all have their place in our lives. But they can also be distractions. And so we are the only judge of that. We have to decide each one of us for ourselves. Am I using this to be in my present moment and to get my work done or communicate with my family or enjoy a moment of playing a game? Or am I using this to distract myself from an issue that needs to be dealt with or work that needs to be done? Maybe it's as simple as dishes in the sink. Find your enjoyment in your life rather than in an imaginary world or in frivolous communication. There is so much life to be lived. And when we have a difficulty in our lives, we often see what is most important. And I don't want you to have to do that in order to whittle it down. But pay attention to your online communications and all the different social media apps you may be on. They may be fun here and there, and it may be a distraction if you need it here and there. But is it taking away from real-life communication or work with yourself? Are you ignoring yourself and your needs and your own care? Or are you using these social media apps and devices and cell phones and iPads to... Keep away from looking at what you need to do in your life. Distraction is good here and there, and we all need to use it. But distraction as a way of living is not really living. We want to bring ourselves to the present moment and deal with what we need to deal with. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So, If you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, hormone harmony is the thing for you. Hormone harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More podcast. We want to recommend the Say More podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress, and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski, on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds and you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. The next one is avoid multitasking. So that's kind of tied in with turning off electronic devices because we often multitask with our devices, don't we? I am with you. Believe me, I am reading these things and I am remembering things I need to do too. We all need reminders. None of us are perfect and life tends to wear on us sometimes and we go back to old habits. So Try doing one task at a time. Current research is overwhelming in favor of single tasking. You'll find you perform the task faster and at a higher level. Let multitasking be a thing of the past. Single tasking is much more conducive to living in the present. Because We don't switch from thing to thing, from the cell phone, using our phone or an app, then back to our writing. Let's say we were writing. We don't switch back and forth very easily or listening to something. You can listen to something perhaps while you are driving or walking, but sometimes we are listening to something while we are also trying to do our work, and our split attention is not really keeping us in the present moment. Try it out as an experiment for yourself and see if you notice any differences. Number five, eliminate unnecessary items. And this is about having too many things. Having too many possessions is more of a burden than an advantage. Owning too many things results in disorder that clutters both your physical environment and your mind. There are too many things to keep ordered and they get out of place and that clutters up our physical environment and it weighs heavily on our mind. If you don't need something, consider giving it away or selling it. Pair things down so you have less to take care of, less to keep in order and clean. (laughs) Eliminate those unnecessary items. Number six, forgive. When you hold a grudge, the only one suffering is you. Anger is distracting and it keeps you from enjoying the current moment. Anger takes us to the past and the future. We are either worrying about what is going to come if we run into this situation or person and what we're going to do, and it can flare up our anger, or it can throw us into the past by going over and over a difficult conversation or an event that happened. Let it go. Bring yourself back into the present moment and forgive those things that have gone by. Number seven, go slowly and deliberately. Being a turtle myself, I love this go slowly piece because I think I have been able to be more deliberate by going more slowly. I have not always gone slowly through my life. Rushing creates a unique type of feeling anxious. Give yourself the time you need to enjoy the current activity. Address one task at a time and give it your full attention by going slowly and more deliberately, you can do things like give yourself enough time to get to your next meeting. Schedule time in between meetings or between events. And if you have to drive somewhere, if you know that it takes you 20 minutes to get there, give yourself 10 minute buffer. In case of traffic or something going wrong with a car, or you can't find your keys, right? Things happen. By giving yourself deliberately a buffer, you can go more slowly, and you can actually be in the present moment as you are moving throughout your life. You're not just going, going, going while you're thinking, thinking, thinking of other things. You actually have the time to be where you are. Number eight. I want you to practice listening. If someone is speaking to you, practice giving them your full attention and participate in the conversation to the best of your ability. Now, this takes us back to avoiding multitasking because often we are doing something else while we are listening to someone particularly if we're on the phone with them or if we're on a Zoom, but we don't have our camera on us, we could be doing different things. Actually begin to practice listening and being fully immersed in the conversation. Number nine, spend five minutes of each hour describing your environment. Now, this is like another little practice. If you can find one minute even, out of each hour, maybe at the top of every hour or on the half hour, you could take a moment up to five minutes and describe to yourself everything you see, hear, smell, and feel. This is a way of using our senses to bring us back into the present moment and keep us there for a whole minute. There's no way to complete this exercise without being mindful and present. And the more you do this on purpose, by watching the clock and doing it on the half hour or the top of the hour, the more it will just become a part of your life and you won't need to practice it anymore. You'll begin to notice fully what you see, hear, smell, and feel. Number 10, eat slowly and enjoy your food. Now, this is always a good one. Our meal times, anytime we are eating, can be a mindful practice. Practice eating slower. If you have the chance to enjoy your food more, you may not even need as much of it as you thought you did. Often we finish a meal and we are way more full than we would have been if we had eaten mindfully. You can practice this by putting your fork down or your sandwich or your burrito down in between bites and really fully chew your food before you pick up and take the next bite. Try eating an entire orange one piece at a time. This is a practice that we have always done with our eating disorder clients, is to eat a slice of an orange mindfully. Now you might want to be able to take the entire time to eat the whole orange one piece at a time and really savor it. Thich Han authored a book called Savor, and that's one of the practices that they use in there. Go slowly and focus on the flavor of each section of that orange. And if you're only having one section of the orange, like we used to do with the practice, Really take your time with it and savor it. Notice the textures in your mouth. Enjoy it. Feel the flavors. See if you notice something different than you normally do from eating an orange. Number 11, under schedule. Too many obligations result in us having a crowded schedule and time concerns. It's not easy to stay focused on the current task if you're worried about being on time for the next one. Leave space between your obligations. Do less and experience more. This brings us back to that going slowly. We can go more slowly and enjoy our lives rather than crushing our days with so many appointments and events that we are not enjoying any of them, or we are not even really accomplishing what we are setting out to do. See if you can underschedule just a little bit and have it make a difference in your life. Avoid missing out on your life and losing so much time to the past and the future. Living in the moment is a habit and a skill. Indulging in worry and regret are also habits these are habits that we here at ACP who are listening to this or have lived this anxiety journey at all in our lives. We know this. We lived this habit of worry and regret, and they became a part of us. But just as those became habits, so can living in the present moment. Life is so much more enjoyable and meaningful when your focus is on the present. Now, it's not possible to live entirely in the moment. We have to plan. We have things that we want to remember from our past that is enjoyable. We have fantasies we want to think about so that we can create. But let us remember that we want to be aware of what we are doing when we are doing it and that we want to live most of our lives in the present moment. Thank you for being here. I love being here with you, and I appreciate that many of you share the show with loved ones or people you know that could use a little bit of help getting out of the anxiety cycle. Thank you. And now for today's quote. If you want to conquer the anxiety of life, live in the moment, live in the breath. And that's from Amit Ray. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.